Welcome to Season 5 of Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven. I'm your host, Catherine McPhail. I am an architect practicing in Massachusetts. My passion is old houses, new technologies, and sustainability. Previous seasons of this podcast have featured many vendors, subcontractors, architects, designers, covering many aspects of renovations and hiring professionals to help. In this season, I'll be focusing on collecting even more renovation stories because we can all learn from each other and I just can't resist talking to people about their houses. We're taking a break for a couple of weeks as we wrap up season five, revisiting past episodes. The guest this week is Mitra Shari. She's an attorney and a comedian, also an author and a women's empowerment keynote speaker. She's the founder and CEO of Laughter at Law, a humorous continuing legal education series for attorneys. Wish they had one of those for architects, actually. She's a member of the National Speakers Association and the Association for Applied and Therapeutic Humor. Her hobby is writing legal humor and performing stand-up legal comedy. And in her free time, she also renovates houses with her husband. This episode was last aired in February 2022. It was episode 88, and at the time was called Renovation Story, Renovation Disaster to Building a Love Story. Hers is a cautionary tale with a happy ending involving an unfortunate condo renovation. Here's my conversation with Mitra. All right, well, Mitra, thank you for coming on today. It seems like you have a very interesting past, you know, just your journey into renovations and flipping houses and marrying well, I don't want to I don't want to spoil the story yet. So why don't you just start with a the story? Then we can talk about the twist and the follow up on that. Well, thank you for having me on your podcast. I'm happy to talk about it. First, let me tell you a little bit about me. I was born and raised in Iran. I was 18 when I came to the United States. And for some reason, from that upbringing, and I've seen that in Americans, too. So I think it's just women in general. We think in order for us to buy a house where it's ours, we need to wait to get married. We need to have a man in that mix. So that yeah. was definitely my baseline. I waited. I've made enough money to buy all sorts of houses. I practiced law in California, practiced law in Oregon, um, still practicing law. And all this time I had the, all the money in the world to buy whatever I wanted, but instead waited, waited, mm. waited. Hmm. And it's not like I saved up and waited. It's just pissed it on men, but I waited, waited. <laughs> Finally, when I came, moved to Oregon after six years of being here in 2006, I had a bad experience, my last bad experience with a man, and I decided no more. I'm not waiting anymore. I don't need a man. I right. want to, for the first time in my life, have my own place that I've bought instead of paying rent to all these people. Mm. So I started looking at condos because I felt really safe house. I looked at some houses, but didn't feel safe. I felt safe being downtown Portland in a high rise. And my office was in a high rise two blocks away. And I thought that's an ideal situation. Looked at this condo, beautiful window, floor to ceiling windows. It was kind of rounded and amazing views, unobstructed views of river, mountains. And it was only $500,000 which I thought it was a bargain considering, you know, the views and proximity mm. and the safety yeah, had nice. a doorman. Um, of course, it had this, you know, pretty steep uh, monthly payments, but I didn't care. I get the place. I look at it. One thing I was sure is I did not want to renovate because I had a friend in L.A. who went through a renovation 
and literally broke her, broke her、mm. marriage. It broke her as a person, and、oh. I never wanted to do renovations. So、okay. I started looking at a few condos around town, downtown. I didn't like it because they needed renovation. This was one that was already done. Clearly, was owned by a man because everything had great, great tiles, great cabinets, and it wasn't the great that is in kind of right now. If that's kind of a little in, but back、mm -hmm. then it wasn't. And I gray、yeah. is not my color, and I thought, okay, with a white rug or some rugs, furniture, I can fix the ground.、Uh, the floor had this shiny gray tile, like a subway tile.、Um, I call them toilet tiles because、yeah. in Europe that's all the toilets are made out of,、um, <laughs> and everything else was like gray. And I thought, okay, just paint. That's all that this place needs paint. I can, and I'm kind of an interior closet, interior decorated. I thought I can fix everything else.、And、the kitchen was in a little galley kitchen. I, I hardly, I don't cook. I don't want to buy groceries. I'm always out. And who cares? It's in the galley. You can't even see it. And it just seemed really reason everything else you could fix. So I immediately buy the house, no problem, the condo. And of course, I want to paint it. And I bring someone in to look at the paint. And while he's giving me a quote of how much it costs to paint it, I look at the tiles. And now the furniture has all been removed. The guy moved out, and the whole thing looks like a big toilet. That's what it felt like—a、mm. gigantic toilet. And I thought, I wonder if I could just change the tiles. And that's when I brought the tile man to give me a bid of how much to put,、uh, like maybe granite or so, not granite, what's it called, travertine, or something、mm -hmm. like more feminine and brighter. And he told me that he had done a condo in my building, where he had put. Certain tiles that was really nice, and if I wanted to take a look at it, so I went upstairs. He called within minutes. We went upstairs, looked at the unit, which was two floors above me, and as I walked in, I thought I had walked into heaven, because、mm. what had happened? They had taken the galley kitchen wall、mm -hmm. and opened up the whole space because it was about fourteen、uh, hundred square foot. But it it was because it was floor to ceiling, round windows everywhere. There was no obstruction, so it looked huge. And I just, oh my God, that's what I want. And I thought, well, how much does it cost to remove the wall? Well, you know, I can only tell you about the floor, whatever. So, as we're going, before you know it, long story short, the whole entire I found my, and that's the first time I realized the difference between a contractor and subcontractor. Subcontractors need a contractor, so I have to go find someone else. Which I found the same guy did that did the, you know, the condo above me. And it seemed like it was great. He came down. He told me, you know, I told, him, oh, we can change this, and of course the cabinets. Why not ca change the cabinets? Why not change the sink? Oh my God, you could do this. You could do that. Well, how much is this gonna cost? And he said seventy five thousand. I thought, oh my God, that's not that to have a dream house like I'd seen upstairs. Plus, I knew I was never gonna meet a guy, or I was never gonna move in with a guy.、Mm. So this was a place I was gonna retire. You know, this I was gonna live here another twenty five, thirty years. Who cares? Right. Seemed、right. like a bargain, so I signed the contract. And of course, I thought this brilliant thought. And I thought, you know what? I've heard that people take forever, and you get screwed. So why, why don't I just 
tell the guy, hey, what if I prepay the whole 75000 right now? Oh, okay. And have you promised me that you're going to get this done in six months? Oh, yeah, I can, we can get this done in three months. Not a problem. I'm like, oh, my God, it's great. Here's a check. Blah, 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 blah. So two days later, I walked into the condo because, like I said, I, I worked downtown. It was like a block. I come back, and the, everything's gutted, cleaned. Nothing. The floors like cement. Just literally everything's gutted and cleaned up. Mm-mm. And I was just so excited. The yeah. Toilets are removed, everything. I was super excited. Actually, one toilet was left because workers were going to use it. Yeah. I was so excited and I thought, oh my God, that my trick worked by prepaying him the 75 grand. <laughs> He's really stepping on it. I've never seen you know anyone to gut the place. Then. Um, I kept going back every few days, every week, nothing, like literally nothing. Mm. I kept calling them. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll be there next week. I go in there, nothing. Weeks turned into months, oh, nothing. No. And every time he came up with some excuse, oh, my mother died because I couldn't get a hold of him to Oh, my mother died. I had to go to California. Oh, this happened. Oh, this happened. Oh, yeah. Mm. You know, I had a mutiny. My people left, but I'm getting new workers. Oh, my dog ate my homework. And <laughs> yes. before you know it, it was like, finally, I told, I threatened with a lawsuit. And he came clean and gave me this sob story. And he was crying in my condo, my empty condo, saying that his wife left them with another man, took all his money, and he's devastated, and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, do you have any of the money left? Oh, I think I only have 15000 But I can get your floors done for that. I'm like, why don't you just give me the 15000 back? Let me get the floor. And then he promised to pay me back the rest. I said, you don't need to work on my condo anymore. So he promised to bring me the 15000 which I never saw. You never even saw the 15000 so, Never saw the 15000 Okay. Uh, long story short, a few months later, I got a notice of bankruptcy. So he had filed bankruptcy. So I was screwed out of that. But. Anyways, I was happy that he was out of my life. Yeah. Then I, I thought, okay, this time I'm going to go pick a reputable contractor. And this I talked to a bunch of lawyers who'd done big constructions. And, oh, my God, yeah, I found someone. I looked them up on Google. I did all my due diligence. And he was actually, I was surprised because he didn't seem like a contractor. He seemed like more like a worker. Mm. I told him how I got screwed and how frustrating it was. And he, he told me, why don't we do that? Because he looks like, you you know, I'm so sorry that he screwed you. Why don't we do that? Why don't we just do $65 an hour plus material? I'm like, well, how long does it take? He, t- he told me like, oh, the floors would take a week. This would take a week. I'm like, okay, that's, you know, that's like, even if he was here every day for a month, uh, 10 hours a day, that's only like 19,000 something. So by the time he's done, I still, you know, so what? I lost the 75. That's not his fault. Mm-hmm. So I thought that's a great idea. And honestly, he started doing things and I saw progress. He was always there. Every time I would stop by my condo, he was in it. What he didn't tell me is that he's done, he's doing all the work himself. Oh. So he, like, it's taking a long time. And as reputable as he was, people didn't tell me one thing. Mm. He wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed. Oh, no. So he was making like some some stuff that just didn't make sense to me. 
but whatever. I, he was progressing, so I was happy. It was better than the last one. <laughs> and it continued to point where, I don't know, every time I saw something that he would do, I'm like, why don't you do this? Like, I wanted soundproof bedroom walls because the the wall is really thin compared to next condo. And he decided that if he puts two sheet rocks with a four-inch uh, space, or six inches, like half a foot space, mm -hmm. that that would that, that would be a vacuum. I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I've taken physics. <laughs> Va vacuum, you yeah, don't, don't create a vacuum by. So I, I remember telling them, "Can you hear me?" Stood like six six inches from his face. I said, "Can you hear me?" He goes, "Yeah." I said, "But can you hear me?" Because there must be a vacuum between <laughs> us because we're six six inches apart. <laughs> Air does not create a vacuum. Anyways. Long story short, I, I like rushed, got on the phone, was able to get someone in Vancouver, uh, Washington, to deliver some sound walls. And then that was got installed. But every step, I feel like I had to do something for him because he just, he wasn't the brightest. So I don't know how he got his reputation, but whatever. Mm. Um, finally, got to a point that I got so frustrated with how slow things were going and all the mistakes and mishaps that I just completely, like he had these kitchen people bringing a measure, the kitchen cabinet. And as they're carrying the cabinets, which they said 28-day cabinets. So as they carried in, it took three months, but by the time they brought them in, I am watching them carry two people, you know, kitchen, one, the pantry area. And I'm looking at it. And again, I'm not great with measurements, but there's no freaking way when that thing stands on its head, that's going to fit. It's not oh. going to hit the ceiling. Oh. I'm like, there's no way. And they're saying, and I told the guy, I said, I think that's too long. I don't think this is the right one. And I never forget where the guy looks at me and goes, little lady, <laughs> we, we do this all day long. Please step away. We're, we'll handle it. It's almost like, oh, you little lady. <laughs> Needless yeah. to say, they lift us up. And he walked, it's clearly like about a whole cabinet too tall. Mm. Well, we don't know how that happened. I think what they did is they put a microwave uh, space for it, but they forgot to take away one cabinet mm. to make room for that. Wow. Everything was like that. The cabinets that went in the second bathroom were too, too wide to get through the door. Mm. I told the guy to make me, to take the bathroom wall, uh, the toilet wall, build me a short wall where it covers the bathroom, the toilet, but still it's open. So you walk in, you can see the beautiful, you know, the marble floors uh, and the walls. So I, I go and come back. The next morning, I thought I stopped by and he texts me literally in the elevator say, I'm done. So I'm like, oh, I'm already in the elevator. So I walk in. The wall is to my knee. Um, and I'm 5'3". Oh, no. I'm like, what is this? Well, you said you wanted a short wall. A short wall. I'm like, <laughs> I, it's like, I... That's a short wall. I mean... to my it, hip. It's <laughs> to my hip. The whole purpose was, like, to cover the toilet. Well, you didn't tell me that. But you are a contractor. You would think you... Why would I ask for a two, you know, like a foot tall? <laughs> it, it was insane. That's when I told him, get out. Get out. Yeah. No more. Get out. So I fired them. Then I decided I had enough construction. No kitchen still. Nothing. Mm -hmm. So I, there were conduits that coming up from the floor. The travertine floor, the guys 
use the toilet and apparently put some of the rags that they have to, you know, wipe the whatever it is, the grout. And I, I was on the 24th floor, so the toilet overflowed to a point that water everywhere and it was cement. So somehow it wrapped around two uh, the pipes and it went all the way. I got a call from the HOA that your unit's leaking and there's water into two or three units. Oh, there was no. water gushing oh. into the living room. Oh, no, I hate this story. Say, this is very stressful story. Con- <laughs> yeah, it's like my contractor, uh, my contract, my insurance company had to cover some damages to some of the units. Um, I can't even tell you the disaster that happened. That, that wall was the last straw. Get out. <laughs> Get out. And then I, I just literally decorated around the conduits in the floor, no kitchen. I put, um, it was painted, so I put uh, pictures and mirrors on the wall. For a year, a little over a year, I lived in that condo without the kitchen. Again, it didn't affect me. I, I did have a refrigerator, but I decorated it so no one could tell that I didn't have a kitchen. And also the second bathroom wasn't finished, so I closed the door. Nobody used that. Um, a year, a year and a half later, a year and a couple months later, I'm, I met my husband and we fell in love. So I don't think you were expecting that. No, no. Well, what happened is we met somewhere else, but within two months we fell in love and it was Valentine's day, which was, we met on December 6th. Valentine's day is when he told me he can't do it. Like we can't be together because this has gotten too serious. He never wants to be married again. He had a bad previous experience, and this is just too much. So we broke up. And I had, by then, I decided that I was going to finish this project. So I called, I started becoming my own contractor. I started, so, you know, I realized these guys do nothing. They get 20% surcharge to everything else. They're really never here. Why do we even need a contractor? I never understood that. Any person... I think can be their own contractor. So I decided, well, why can't I just deal with the kitchen people directly? So I started doing that. I started actually dealing directly with everything that needed to be done. And when it got to electrical work, my husband is an electrical contractor. So I didn't want to ask him, but I didn't trust anyone to do my electrical work unless I knew them. So I called him and I said, do you know anyone? I don't want you to do it. Do you know anyone that could help me? He goes, well, one of my workers is no longer doing his does side jobs. I'm happy to have him come over. So he came over. He was play, you know, putting the oven in and all that stuff. And the oven was so heavy, he needed to be lifted up on a platform. And he said he needed someone. I tried to help him. He goes, well, why not I call my husband's name, Chris? Why not I call Chris? And he called Chris. Half hour later, Chris got there. And we were we weren't really talking. Mm, <laughs> so he came. You're broken up at this yes. point. Yeah. So uh, he was the other guy's kind of a big guy, a strong guy. So Chris and I on the other side lifted the back of the whatever unit, and all of a sudden I swear we both bent down and our elbows hit each other, and all of a sudden it was like electricity that ran through oh, us. Oh no! And we looked at each other. And we, we got it there, he cooked it up, and we looked at each other, and you could tell, it was like, God, that was a mistake that we broke up. And then when he was going to leave, he said, okay, buddy, you want to leave? You know, you want to go with me? And he goes, no, I think I'm going to hang back. 
before you know it, we never separated and we got married. We've been married now for <laughs> 11 years. Well, that's great. Yeah. So then we finished the condo. But yeah, it's and it's every time they say it's going to take longer, mm-hmm. it's going to cost more. Mm-hmm. And I think most of that cost is our own fault because I also learned that when they give you a price, they must give you the materials too because then they go buy the cheapest material in the world to finish the job. Yeah. So that's something else I learned. You better pick your sink. You better, you know, it's always better to say whatever the you're going to get plus the actual cost because you don't want them try to sell you a one dollar tile for ten dollars right i just had an episode about that where the contractor does has he does luxury work and he was talking about how he does time and materials because he just thinks that's fair because whatever somebody chooses they should get what they're paying for rather than paying a certain amount for a sink and getting some other maybe someone's pocketing the extra money for a cheaper sink so well okay so now you flip now you flip houses right i mean you married the electrician that was the twist and then yeah and then what was so amazing is that chris i didn't know that when we were dating we were so goo goo gaga over each other but he was in the middle of renovating three houses of his own Uh, one of them was with a partner but the other two were his own so apparently he would work and then he would go after work and you know he did a lot of the work himself so I started actually helping him, just basically hanging out with him with a glass of wine. I say, just to hang out with him. Before you know it, you watch enough stuff, you learn. And I thought I was really good in purchasing stuff and, you know, I have a good eye for stuff and good memory of what has, you know, who has what. Um, before you know it, together, we became like an amazing team and we started flipping homes and then the market crashed. Mm. Not the market crash, but it was more like uh, flipping kind of went out of style, became more expensive. Yeah, started to um, Yeah, it's harder to do. And then we did the biggest one was our house that we're in now, which we bought about 11 years ago, right after we got married, 6,000 square foot, and we Jeez. completely gutted it. Wow. Took a year and a half to renovate it. But this time I feel like we did it like pros. So I don't regret my experience in... Um, yeah, uh, with my condo because it really did help me a lot to get so much more for what I've done, considering what we have done to the house. Mm. Yeah, have you thought about how you could have avoided that story happening the way it did? I think one one helpful thing is to really listen to podcasts like yours, mm. <laughs> read stories because you don't know, you have no idea. You think, ah. Oh. Second of all, is I think some of the problems was me. You know, it's it's hard because once you start something, you can't just say it's just paint. Because then you go, well, the paint doesn't go with the flow. That's something I never thought about. Once you change the paint on the wall, oh, my God, those gray tiles really were screaming toilet, toilet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's understand that that exists and i don't know how much self-control you can have i i have zero Mm. so if you are that kind of person you might want to delegate that to your spouse or your somebody else or actually like be really strict and figure out what it is that you need done Mm. um because the problem is that once once when somebody's doing something, it's easy. Once you're changing the cabinet in one place, it's just as easy to change the cabinets in the other one, in the other room. You thought, oh, that's another 700 bucks. Oh, how much is that to do that? 
Oh, that's just 500 bucks. Oh, yeah, let's throw that in. But once you change that, you got to change that. You got to change that. So I would say definitely don't prepay for the work. Yeah, definitely don't do that. I was going to say that is don't pay them the full amount. Right. And um, I have since helped my stepdaughters to uh, renovate their house. I even did one on a challenge for 30 days. It was a three-bedroom, 2,500-square-foot house while holding a full-time job, which was fun. But it really worked, and it was exciting, and I knew what I was doing. One thing I did do is I, you know, because they tell you, yeah, we'll be there next week, but then they got another job, and then it's three weeks later, and if the tile's not done, then you can't put the cabinets on top of it, and then everything gets delayed. So I thought I learned the way not to do that is I say, are you sure you can do it in this time frame? They say, yeah. I'm like, okay, let's do this. If if you're 100% sure, I'm willing to give you extra. This is how I did it. I will give you an extra $500 if you'd get it by this deadline. But if not, I'm going to take away $1,000. Mm. And they were just thinking, well, that's not fair. I'm like, hey, that's the deal. Um, so I did that with one tile guy. I never forget that he, he, was, on, he was there with his crew the midnight on the 29th day. Well, on the 30th day, trying to finish it. And then the next day was Sunday. And he's, he came to me. He goes, you know, I can stay here till morning. But I really, I, I go to church and I really like to go to church. So do, can I just come back tomorrow night and finish it? I said, okay, but if one more day. So I, I learned that you could do that. Yeah. And I learned that really in California when the, there was in North, uh, I think it was in San Francisco when the, earthquake hit and the freeway fell mm. the way they uh, the government dealt with it is they told them that if you finish by this day you get like a million dollars for every day that you finish early mm. and then they they said oh there's no way to finish this within let's say i'm just making up na- numbers but it's like oh there's no way we could do it any less than three years and they were done in a year yeah whatever they, it was and there was a cap of how much again all of a sudden so i knew that story uh, and i so i gave him incentives and it worked mm-hmm. it really did yeah uh, yeah um, so next thing, I would say watch out for yourself because you really are some of the problems because they, the guys come and get set up to do that. And now all of a sudden you go, hey, what if you do? So you are mm-hmm. part of the delay. Yeah. And definitely don't don't prepay. And then also there's no need to have a general contractor. If you have small jobs, I'm not talking building a house. Mm-hmm. You might want to consider actually independently going to a kitchen contractor go to a like you know i think it's just not hard to do yeah you need the time and experience i think though i i agree i think a lot of people think is it's a big thing again it depends on what you're doing i think i think i'm more afraid of having a contractor than it would just getting i can understand that you haven't had a great time with them um another thing i did do and i used that in our house here there was I thought I was getting a contractor who was just promised that they were just getting like 20% over with everyone else. Mm. And then I found that he was getting a bunch of people who were really not legal documented and they were paying them 10 bucks an hour. And he told me that they were paying him $35 an hour. So he charged us that. In addition, he would put $20, mm. 20% uh, over that. Mm. That's how he would bill us. Mm-hmm. He would say $35 an hour, this many hours plus 20%. And then, of course, you know, I, I was living in a big house because they fixed a couple of the rooms that we were living in it. And I started talking to them. It took 
you know, like I said, a year and a half. Mm. So I learned that they were not, and I was so furious that first of all, he was taking advantage of these poor people. So, um, mm. With him, I actually made a deal with the contract uh, with the people, the especially a couple of the guys that were sweethearts, and I actually helped put them in touch with an attorney, to immigration attorney, mm. and helped them in their own language to get in Spanish to get um, contractor. And now one of them is a tile contract, official tile contractor. Oh, one great. of them is a painting contractor. Nice. That was nice and, of you. And I actually used them on the side, even on his own job, because I told him, you don't need to do this area. And I would have them come and do so. But only because he was underhanded. Mm. Wow. Um, yeah, and I would just honestly say, listen to people's, you know, I, I honestly, I, would, I wish they had podcasts back then when I did it in 2006. I don't think they had your type of podcast, but. You know, there's now podcasts about YouTube's about anything That's and everything. True. You can learn anything. Just go on there and educate yourself. And uh, also, there's nothing wrong. And this is the attorney in me. And I, as an attorney, I never practiced this myself. But have them sign an agreement mm -hmm. that they will finish on this time. If they don't, that they have their their consequences. And definitely, because. The cost wasn't just that, the aggravation, the time it took from my office, because every time something would happen, imagine my, I'm all frazzled and upset and have to deal with it. In addition, I was living somewhere else, paying rent, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. where I could have been living in my own place. It was a, a cost so much more than... Yeah, the, Just the, the carrying costs really there. add up if it takes forever. So it's worth, yeah, it's worth yeah. incentivizing the situation. For sure. I think that's the way to go. Yeah. But I think once it's done, you don't even remember the pain anymore. So I would say don't shy away from it because there's nothing better than a beautiful home that is to your taste, mm -hmm. that you live in it and it feels great. So I think renovation is awesome. Um, I also think you have to think about if you get a house that needs renovation, hopefully if you've negotiated that right. Think of that a house that was already redone by someone else. You're paying for their taste and for their cost. Yeah. And you may be able to do that half the cost, but it's your taste. Yeah. So I, I would definitely not shy away from it because of some bad experiences. Just like saying relationships. You, do you know how many <laughs> bad experiences people have with marriages? Uh, but we never say, I'm never going to get married because I've heard people have bad relationships. <laughs> Yep. So, well, sometimes I think people say that, but in the end, in the end, someone comes along yeah, and changes they meet your mind. the right person. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for thanks thanks a lot. I I I'm sorry that um that didn't go well for you in a lot of ways, but you're doing great now and having fun creating spaces for people. So that's a good ending to the whole to the whole story. Yeah, and I honestly don't regret a thing because I think if I had not met my husband, yeah, see, that would have been my biggest regret. Yeah, yeah. if you, the first contractor had been completely competent, you never would have had to hire the electrician yourself sure. and you wouldn't have, yep. you wouldn't be where you are. I'll pay another 75000 for that. <laughs> Hopefully you won't have to. I really appreciate what you're doing because I think it's just really important that, especially a lot of women are starting to do renovations or at least be engaged mm -hmm. in it. And I think it's important that People know what they should or should not do. Yeah. Or at least see the red flags. I had no idea. It's like 
I owned the car for God knows how many years and never had to change the oil. The first time I took my car, turned the lease back in. So the guy said, when, was the, when did you change the oil? I'm like, change the oil? Why would I need to change the oil? He looked at me and goes, you've never changed the oil? I said, no, it's only three years old. Why would I change the oil? And then he started laughing and I realized, oh my God, you're supposed to service your car. Well, no one ever told me that. And I, 10 cars before then, it's all leased, short-term lease. So like, why do you need to even service your car? Unless the light comes on, why should you even deal with it? Yeah. Well, there you go. You don't know what you don't know right there. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I wouldn't be able to do this without you, the listener. I invite you to join me on Instagram at Talking Home Renovations, where we are building up a friendly community. Other ways to get in touch are in the show notes, including the weekly newsletter that includes photos from the episodes. It's kind of worth signing up for that. Talking Home Renovations with Owls Maven is proud to be a member of Gable Media, the most engaged AEC network on the planet. If you're into architecture, check out what the network has to offer at gablemedia.com. That is G-A-B-L-M-E-D-I-A dot com. Until next time, take it easy.